Welcome to the Hales Owen Apostolic Church. Apostolic meaning what God says, not what man thinks. Please enjoy this teaching, and if you want more, please visit the YouTube channel or the website on www.halesowenapostolicchurch.org. Yeah, well, we've got to understand that, you know, that um, there's a purpose for everything that God does in our life. In, Ecclesi- in Ecclesiastes 3.1, it says, you know, there's a, there's a purpose and a season for, for you know, for, for everything under the sun. So God doesn't do anything for nothing. There's always something going on. You know, you know why we why we do some things we don't really understand why we've done them, but then afterwards you'll find out that God had a purpose for you to do something, and that's why what happened happened. And, and don't forget your past, all those things that you've had to go through and everything else. God will use you as you are, with the knowledge that you've got and the experiences that you've got to be able to, to, to give people what they need through God, not because, uh, because it's us. And that's that faith he, he wants for us. So we, we actually know this. What is the Holy Spirit? God is a spirit. And we'll, do, and we'll go through that scripture again it's so important but you know this is all a matter of life and death and you know and that 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 just that those those words there life and death that's what it's all about it's the life and death and the life to come that jesus christ came for but for us we have life we're born and you know and death can be the finish it can be the finish for hell or it can be the finish to start a new life in heaven because don't forget it is a finished job isn't it if you go to hell it's, it's horrendous when you when you read the torment so it's so important so our bit our bit as believers is believing that this is an incredible beautiful story of redemption and you know flowing through the bible that god is going to be our salvation all the time he's going to be with us and help us by his spirit by his word by the church by by all the things that, that he's trying to teach us is you know and all of that is wonderful so we can not have death then not have life after we've died so incredible <laughs> think about this if um, if adam had never sinned and broken the fellowship with God, there'd be no need for redemption. There'd be no need for any payment um, for any sin. And so therefore, um, Jesus wouldn't have had to come. There would have been no need for the manifestation for for God to create a man um, for him to come upon this earth. Uh, But of course, um, he did. And so for man, to get back to God from when Adam failed, um, it was impossible until Jesus became that sacrifice. Man can't do it on his own. Jesus had to come. And this is God's plan. We've got to get this into our mind. This is God's plan right from the beginning. You know, Jesus, Jesus turned around and he said, you know, uh, before, before Abra- Abraham was, I am. You know, it's, it's incredible um, because, he, because 
he was a word in the mind of God. He it was already created as far as God was concerned. And everything that God did by his spirit was all for, all for Jesus. It's, it's quite fascinating. So he had to. He had to, he had to come, he had to die, he was, a, he was the sub, 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 substitution sacrifice for all of us from the Old Testament, killing animals to, to pay for sin. He was our final sacrifice so that we could all become into the kingdom of God. But it is, this, is, this was God's new manifestation. To manifest something is to show it. It's to bring it into past. It's to bring it, in, bring it into past, sorry. Bring it in, into, into the present. And so this is, this is a manifestation, eh, Jesus Christ, of God, um, to, to, to show that, you know, that this is where I've come, come as. I've come as a human being, just like you. This man's going to suffer just like you, and he's going to suffer the worst. In the end, he's going to take the sins of the world upon him. So it's important. Um, but... We needed to have, we needed to have that spirit. And that's why this, 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 this scripture in John 4, 23, 24, sort of like encapsulates, you know, what God wants. It's not just spiritual. It's not just, it's not just word. It's both together. That's what he's looking for. John 4, 23 to 24. But the hour is coming. And now is when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and truth and remember what truth is you know in the beginning was the word the word was with god and the word was god in verse 14 in john it says and the word word became uh, became flesh full of grace and truth and then the bible tells us in john 17 17 that you know that that jesus was praying for his disciples and he, and he said, sanctify them. So he's praying to his fathers, sanctify, set them apart, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. And so we know this Bible is the truth. It's perfect and complete. We don't need to add to it. We don't need to take away to it. It's never going to pass away. And that's why we've got to, we've got to know this word and, and use the word when, when, when things are wrong, when things are right, or, you know, when things are indifferent, we must begin to learn to use this word um, to, to explain what's going on rather than just you know, what we we actually think and so it's so important verse 20 uh, verse 24 oh sorry um, I'll, I'll read it again but the hour is coming and now is now when the true worshippers so there's the true those ones that you know are perfect perfectly believing will worship the father in spirit and truth for the father is seeking such to worship him. So we know that Jesus comes to seek and save the lost. And now you can see that through Jesus, they, that they will be seeking to worship this almighty God. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and, and truth. You know, God's a spirit in you, and, 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 and there's absolutely tons of scriptures in there. You know, the heaven of heavens cannot contain him. You know, what, how can man build him a temple? He can't be contained there. He's everywhere. The earth is his, the earth is his 
footstool, go back to the right to the beginning, you know, and, you know, and God said that there'd be light and there was light because there was only darkness and the spirit was hovering above the water. So we know water was there, but it was void and it was black. And, you know, God spoke it. Well, you know, this is an all, all powerful being. This is, this is nothing like, you know, we can't even imagine what it's like to have such, such power and, and all those things. So it's important. It's important that we know that this God who spoke the world into existence and was the same God that, that dwelt in our Lord Jesus by his spirit. And now he came and he came to be resident in our lives, that spirit to, to be inside us. But, you know, it really is important that we, that we understand that, you know, that Although God's the spirit is manifest, he's shown himself in so many different ways through the Bible. You know, we, we, we make, we do the easy ones. He's come as an angel of the Lord. He's come as a burning bush. Um, he's in, he's, you know, he's in the lightning, in the storms. You know, he, he spoke audibly to people. You know, he, he manif manifest himself as a finger writing stuff on a wall. And, it, you know, it goes on and on and on. But what we have got to remember is, 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 is the things that God called himself in the Old Testament is, is amazing. Jesus called himself exactly the same thing. So God shows, shows us that, you know, that the, we, we've got to understand that who created the earth? We say the Father. So, you know, God created, that's what it says in, 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 uh, in, in, in Genesis 1.1. 1, 1. You know, God created all these and God did this and God did that. But listen to this, Colossians 1.16 to 18. So in the book of Colossians, it starts talking about Jesus. For by him, by him, by Jesus, all things were created that are in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. So you can see it's exactly the same God. All that God is doing here is living in a flesh man to try to teach this world who he is. And he is before all things and in him, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning and the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. So, you see, it's the same God of the Old Testament as the same God in the New Testament, but God manifests himself um, in that flesh. There's Jesus, and when Jesus ascended, he left his spirit for all of us to partake in so we can be joined with God and have the power and the and the longing, the boldness, the love, and all those things he's trying to manifest in us. You know, and they call them the fruits of the spirit. He's working with us to get those fruits so we can be those people of that one God and do as he asks us to do to follow. You know, and look and look, you know, in, in the old testament, they all pray to God. To, to, to ask for things, you know, and, and, and in the New Testament, you know, the Father said, ask the Father, but in the name of Jesus Christ. And so you can see that Jesus here, but listen, Jesus said in John 14, 13 to 14, and whatever you ask in my name, 
So here's the name. We've got to keep giving this name. I will do that the Father may be glorified. He's not trying to glorify himself. He's trying to glorify God as, 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 as everything. He knows who his Father is. He knows he's God. He knows he's all-powerful. And yet he lives in Jesus to show this world who he is. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. See, he doesn't ask us to glorify Jesus. He says, glorify the Father. For whatever he shows me, that's the only things I can do. Without him, I can do nothing. Without that spirit, even Jesus could do nothing. That's why they work together. Isn't it amazing? That's why he wants to do exactly the same with you. It's beautiful. John 21, 17. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord. So here we are. You know all things. You know that I love you. He didn't say Jesus that he called him Lord. His master. He knew who he was. You know, and we know why he asked him those things, because um, it was it was it was it was for uh, it was for Simon Peter to understand that that um, you know that whatever he's doing, he's got to feed the lambs. In other words, he's got to feed this gospel, the word of God, to those people that come into Christ who have lambs when they first come. You know, that they, that's why they could already have milk of the world. That's why a lamb suckles on its mum on the milk to begin with before he can eat its grass. It's exactly the same, same to us. And he said, feed my sheep. So as the lambs get bigger, he's got to still feed the sheep. What's going to feed them with the word of God? That's what gives them the spirit gives us our strength, you know, and then last one, you know, you know, when he asked him again, you know, do you love me? And he got quite grieved at it. And he said, feed my sheep. That's making disciples. Then that's what we do. You know, preach the gospel, get them to come in, get them saved, the babes, teach them. Then once they're taught, send them out. That's the way of God. There's no other way. You know, there's, there was, there, there was no social media there that we think we can get people saved by. And, don't, don't think they can't. You know, you, you get one saved. And I know what God's like now. He doesn't make, he, he can't be put in a box. So if he wants to save someone, he will. If he wants to do this, he will. You know, so we can never sort of like, right, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, you know, and, and have, no. The most wonderful thing about God, I know he can do all things. And so we can't put him in a box. And of course, here's the last one now, Mark 2, 5. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, son, your sins are forgiven you. And the Jews knew there is only one that can forgive sins. And that is God. So yet again, it's beautiful, isn't it? It's beautiful because Jesus knows what's inside him. That's why he can do it. That's why he can forgive sins because he was there in the beginning. God was inside him, the fullness of the fullness of the the fullness of the Godhead. It says, dwelt in Jesus fully. He can do everything the Father shows him. So yeah, forgive. He can forgive the sins because it's not the man, man who forgives the sins. It's the Spirit of God inside him. It 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 is beautiful. And so all these things that Jesus did 
was, was actually showing people what was inside him. He always says to glorify the Father. So he knows who the Father is. And we've got to understand this, he said, because when, you know, in Matthew 28, um, 18, when, you know, he said, go and baptize, uh, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. They knew it was three manifestations, three roles that God played. And so it's one God, three roles of one God. And so it was, it was important because all these roles that God does are all about bringing people back to him, to be in harmony with the creator God that is our father that created, that created all things. You know, the beautiful thing about all this, all that God's trying to do, I want to share I want to share with mankind what I've got. I want to share with them that, that they can have all these things, you know. And we, 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 all, we all want this, this, you know, this. We all want to get onto the, you know, onto the bed and for somebody to push us to heaven, like, you know, being comfortable and tuck us in of a night and feed us and everything. It just doesn't work that way. You know, we we are we are in a battle. We are in in a, in a work in a world where work achieves. Um, no work achieves nothing. And so, you know, we've got to understand. So we, we, we as born-again Christians still got to work at our faith. We've got to st still got to work at get going out and doing the things that we don't like to do. You know, and, and let's be fair, the flesh is, is incredibly weak. You know, that we're all weak. Don't, don't, think, don't think everyone you see, they're all, you know, full of the power and everything else, and they, they're not weak. We're all weak. We all get something. You know, when I shared with... Uh, I, I shared with um, Ted this week. I said, Ted, you're not in your own chap. You know, we've all done these things. I said, so, you know, whatever you do, don't think you're doing people are doing exactly the same as you right now, what you're doing. And these are born again Christians. You know, it's not just you. We all do it. We all do bad things. We all, we all put our eyes on profanity. We all speak profanity at some stage, you know, when we ought to be doing it less but sometimes there's always a mistake. Why? Because when we're in our flesh, mistakes will inevitably come. Don't punish yourself. Get back with God. Get back with each other. Look for support. And, you know, and that's when that spirit is, is, is enabled to work. Is what Ted said tonight. When, when people come to me and they tell me what they've done, I don't judge them. Most of the stuff they tell me I've done in my flesh life, you know, and, and I've made just as many mistakes as anyone that I know. But what I do know, that once we go through all these, God gives us that wisdom of our experiences to show people and help them. And one of the things I've always said to people when they've come and shared with me, you know, thank you. Thank you for trusting me. And that trust, you know, I will never betray. I said, but it does something else. It actually fills us with a love and a compassion for that person who has been so honest. Why? Because we understand what it's like to be on your own and to, to, to do things wrong and feel terrible about it. But it's beautiful because God said, once we've repented, it's forgotten. And so, please, 
you know, you struggle and everything else like that, you hold it to yourself, you will struggle continually, continually until you get trapped somewhere. So it's important. It's important that we know that God's spirit um, could, could not touch and quicken our, our dead spirits until this Lord Jesus has, has, has actually come and freed us from Satan's dominion. Because don't forget, no matter what you, how lovely you people are and have been and what you think about yourself, when you were not a born again Christian, you were still in under captivity, even though you went to church, because you yet hadn't been freed. And the only way that we get free is to follow what the Lord has told us to do. We must receive this spirit. <laughs> Don't forget, it happened. It happened to it happened to Jesus. It happened to Jesus, didn't it? So Jesus promised. I won't read this one again, but Jesus promised that, that, that you know we will be we will receive we will receive the Spirit. But you see, Jesus did have to do exactly the same as us. Number one, he was baptized by John, and he, he had full immersion there. So we know that because the Scripture had to be fulfilled. So the scripture has to be fulfilled in us. We have to go through baptism. We have to repent. But listen, also, John had a vision that is seen, you know, as a spirit descending heaven like a bow. And he, re he knew that when he seen that vision, who it remained on, who it went on, was that son of God, the Messiah that was coming. John was the only one who said this vision was for definitely just for John. So he knew this was the son of God. And look what he says, and John bore witness, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and you remained upon him. The Spirit is not a dove. And, you know, what? why? You know, well, perhaps, you know, that we, we use doves, don't we? we? Today, you know, we've seen that when people want peace and that, you know, they when they do a peace treaty, they set up in loads of doves off to, you know, to illustrate, you know, a dove um, is, a sim is, a, is a symbol of, of peace but this was a symbol for john to understand this was the christ and so it's important that you know the holy spirit was symbolized by a dove um, for john um, to show that that spirit to uh, uh, that spirit went in and of course when when jesus told them to wait in jerusalem uh, until they received the holy spirit you know, all those disciples were together. And the scripture tells us it was approximately 120. Don't ask me why it, this one was approximate, so I don't know. But it says approximately 120 people. And of course, they were praying there. We know that they were all of one accord and they were all praying, just waiting. They hadn't got a clue what was going to happen. Um, and then, of course, this, this happened. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire and one sat upon them. And of course, those flames of fire you know we, we, we could you know we could turn around and say uh, oh well that's what that's what um that's what john the baptist said you'll receive this holy gift our holy spirit you know will come upon you um and and, and and baptize you with the holy spirit and of fire so perhaps this was for them you know and we can do what we like with that fire because fire is always needed to purge it, it cleanses we, we know for full well that you know that even even our, our business that we have you know we we, we melt we melt metal um you know incredibly high temperatures you know that you know that uh, and and what happens all the dross comes to the top and it's scraped off well guess what 
when God baptizes us with fire, it begins to change, it begins to purge us, it begins to cleanse us um, through that. So the spirit is also, you know, is a symbol, symbol of fire. You know, and people pray that, you know, put a, put a hedge of fire of the Holy Ghost around people. So it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So it's important. And of course, today people use the dove as a, you know, of meekness and innocence and purity and peace and stuff like that. But of course, um, the flames indicated something else. Man had to be purged of something and also its power. Fire is very, 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 very powerful. So as we study all the various characteristics of God and, and what the Spirit does, and that you know that, just keep in mind all the time, the reason why Jesus came was not just to take away the sins of the world, it was to die and leave his Spirit. The Scripture tells us that. So without his death and the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, we would not have this spirit today. Amen. We will finish um, on, on this scripture. There's a massive path to destruction for every single person that doesn't believe. So relief. That's all he asked. The Holy Spirit is given to, to believers. It is, it is so important. So we've got to wait for the promise. We, we know that. So it is, it, it is so important that we, as believers, no matter what it is, we know that he told everyone, you know, that, um, oh, let me read it. And being, Acts, Acts 1, 4 to 5, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem. So that's it. Don't go anywhere, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. And it's so important, isn't it? So, so you, we know, we now know that Jesus in the Gospels was, was advising all his, his disciples, his apostles and his disciples, these things are going to happen. This is going to happen to you. You've got to do this. You've got to go and preach. You've got to go and all the rest of it. This is what, and he gave all that teaching so they could be able just to do what God um, has, has, asked them, has asked them to do. So it's important. So even with this, but wait for the promise of the Father, which he said you've heard from me. You shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. It's so important because this is all about belief. It's all about receiving the Holy Spirit. It's the power of God. Yeah, the word's powerful. But for us, that we can say the word, but if we haven't got the spirit, then, then it, it becomes just our flesh that's speaking. So, so important. Flesh doesn't please God. And it tells us to worship him in spirit and in truth. So important, so important. Okay, this is, this is great. And when you see that, when I send you the chart, you, you will see this. There's a whole list of saying, first believe, then receive. And, and it'll tell you what, you know, what you believe and what you receive. But this is it. When we believe and follow, his promises are for us to receive. 
And so it's yet again, it's that proviso, isn't it? When we believe and follow what he's, what he's telling us, his promises is for us to receive. So but you see, a lot of people can just believe and they, they feel that belief on its own is okay. But you know, the, the, there is a, a, another scripture in the Bible, which it, it, it sounds awful, you know, and, 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 and they ask the question, you believe in one God. And they go, yes, 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 yes. He said, well, he said, that's great. But even the, even the demons believe, but they tremble. In other words, belief can't be enough. And so this is so important for all of us to understand. You can believe, you can read scriptures, and you can learn scriptures, and you can say you're a Christian, and that, you know, but you've got to receive um, the Spirit. But when we receive the Spirit, then all those other things will happen to us that he's promising. The supernatural, you know, even, even having the faith to believe in the supernatural all comes through the Spirit of our God. So Mark 16, 17 start, starts off that, you know, that, um, you know, with, with, with some of the promises that, that he, he said. And, and it's beautiful because, listen, it's that word following in Mark 16, 17. And these signs, so this is it, what signs? Will follow those who believe. When we go out in faith, the signs will follow us. In my name, they will cast out demons and they will speak with new tongues. So it's so important, so number one, and that goes on after that, you know, with, with, with lots of other, but all he's trying to tell us that, you know, that here it's the follow and believe, you know, and, and, and as, as, as we learned last week, the, the, the uh, disciples, the, the disciples went out, they were sent out with the Spirit. They didn't receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus just gave him of his Spirit so they could go and heal the sick, you know, and, and that. But they came back not saying, oh, this was fantastic, we healed the sick. They were so excited about they could cast demons out. They had, so they actually seen the, 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 the after effect of casting demons demons out, you know. And, and, and when you've, when, when one of the days when you begin to see it, you know, you will understand, you know, why. You know, that, that when we see some people that, that you know, that really seem really, really um, um, possessed or, you know, whatever you want to call it. And you will see all those things in the Bible, you know, not being able to control themselves, frothing at the mouth, violence and, you know, expletives and everything else coming out. You know, we've seen so many different um, manifestations of, of, of spiritual, spiritual spirits coming out that it changes with every single person. But it's so important that we, that we understand that will follow when we go out in belief, in the spirit, they will follow. Okay, we've just done this yet, uh, John 7, 38, 39. But it's again, you know, believe in me. And, and it, it wants you to understand that in, in, in John 38, 39, when we're, when we're, when we're teaching, when we're preaching, when we're witnessing, when we're worshiping, when we're praising, you know, that, that we get into that spirit and it does flow. The communion flows. God flows in and we flow out. You know, it's so, it's so simple. 
and you know we just got to feel it and it's really exciting you know to know that you know that that you could go somewhere tired and everything else but once you start giving the scriptures and what once once we start the, you know the scriptures are flowing it it changes your your whole attitude as well and it's just letting god speak through you it's not about trying to work out the words to speak it's just letting god um, speak through you and of course in acts 238 we know for full well you know that this is this is what happens you know this is the the one scripture which 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 unlocks unlocks the doors to heaven and we know who said it peter said it and, and you know when we look back and we've done this that that you know that that jesus said to peter i will give you the keys to the kingdom these are the keys to the kingdom to get in repentance so we can get rid of our past and don't bring it back and that's an important teaching that he has you know that we're the only ones who bring it back no one else can bring it back and so when we want to think about it and want to want to want to go down that road of how bad life is and everything else we will go down with it and so it's getting rid of that past day by day thinking you know don't don't think about it we can't do anything about it just stop thinking about it and think of the thing of the, what god wants us to do and, and heaven you know think of heaven walking down think about walking down the streets of gold to your mansion you know anything but not don't concentrate on that past that repentance is important and and the biggest part of repentance for us though is not just asking god to forgive and other people to forgive us as well it's forgiving ourselves but also turning away from the things that don't please god and and honestly it's not about being incredibly clever or incredibly smart we know for a fact when we know that we are not walking with god each one of us and you know and god bless um ted for his prayer and that testimony within the prayer you know it is those times where we'd feel that we can't go on that we we you know we ring someone else humble ourselves and get to someone else and say please pray with me i'm going through this and i'm struggling but you know if we do it on our own i promise you you will get defeated and uh, because the enemy is incredibly strong and that's why so that's why even two even two is stronger than one important so it's it's important that you know that we we know that all these promises are for every single one of us and and and, and, it, and it is you see and these promises that he's got you know are, are so important for for all of us because if we understand that god wants to give you his spirit in all things and, and it's, it's important and, and you know this scripture i'm going to read to you is is a, is a wonderful scripture that's that, so that ephesians 1 13 in whom in him all you also trusted so we know we're trusting in god after you heard the word of truth without listening to the word and finding out what it is we would never know so it, it is about giving the word of truth out so people can you know think well hold on a moment is this real you know we know it's real and we've got to persuade and um, people that this is real you know well, what else is there in life where are you going to go afterwards who, who you know where, why is all this evil on the world you know why why do why is it easier to do bad than it is good 
You know, it's those simple things. But when we've heard this, this truth, this gospel of your salvation, of our salvation, that God's taking us out of that darkness. That's what he's took us out. It's the darkness of not knowing God. You know, that's what it is. We know that the light is knowing God. And Jesus was that light. And he, was, he came to bring that light into the world. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. I love this. You know, when you see a seal, it's, you know, that, that you know, you've seen, we've all seen them in the olden times. No matter when people wrote letters, you know, and things, they sealed it with wax so people know that it couldn't be opened. Even Jesus' tomb was sealed, and it was sealed with, you know, with, with something that probably had a big wax on it as well to say, if it, this is broken, we know somebody's already broken it. But we, we have this seal upon our lives that cannot be broken only only, not by the enemy, not, not other angels, no demons, nothing else. The only person that can break it is us, you know. But, you know, as soon as we repent and get back on track, guess what? We're still there. And that's so incredible for all of us. Luke eleven thirteen. This is how much. this is how much God wants for you. If you then, being evil, know how to good gifts to your children, listen. People in the world, people in the world will be buying masses of presents and they do that. And, you know, even even the most ruthless criminals, you know, will buy wonderful presents for their children, etc., etc., etc. But this is the scripture. This is the spiritual part about it. How much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Isn't that beautiful? Father. Fill me with your spirit tonight. Fill me with your spirit today. Father, as I go out, Father, I need you. I, I need you to fill me again. I need you to wash me clean in the word and in the spirit, you know, and ask him. It's great. He loves it. You know, you can say, well, I've received the spirit. Well, we also know that when we, when we read through the, through the scriptures in the book of Acts, you know, that, that, that the, 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 the apostles were filled over and over again. Yeah, we received but they still need filling up. They still need topping up. You know, I, and, I, and I always look at it like, you know, that we can be filled up until we're overflowing. And I know when, when we're that filled up with the spirit, it will flow. And, you know, it flows out of our speech, out of our prayer, out of our praise, out of our worship, you know, out of our witnessing, out of our teaching. It, it's so important that we let the spirit flow. Ask him. Fill me again and again. And again, it's great. He loves it. And it's not about doubting. We know that it is so easy to go back um, in, into our flesh. Acts eleven fifteen to 17, the Jews were amazed. You see, one of the most incredible thing is, is that um, the Jews were God's chosen people. And you know that they wouldn't have anything to do with the Samaritans, nor the, nor the, nor the Gentiles, you know. And, and you'll, if you read it, the Jews were all amazed, and this is important because they thought they, that this is it, we're the God's chosen people. So all of a sudden, so when, when all this started to happen, the, the, you know, the Jews were actually just, just totally nonplussed that, hold on a moment, this is for everyone, even though, you know, that they, they, they all received the Spirit themselves, you know, God didn't do it, but Peter was the only one that began to, to preach to the um, the Gentiles when he seen the, the centurion and this is this is why and as I began to speak the Holy Spirit 
fell upon them as upon us from the beginning. So, so you can see that the hold on a moment they're going, and you know, just as we've spoken in other tongues, these all these people are speaking in tongues. Then I remember the, the word of the Lord, how he said, John, indeed baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If, and this is, and this is, this is Paul actually, when he went back to Jerusalem, he said to all the others, if therefore God gave them the same gift as he gave us when we believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could withstand God? So, you know, that was a, an incredible turnaround to understand that, you know, this is for everyone. You know, and who am I to say, well, hold on a moment, we're God's chosen people. And of course, we know that, that, that Peter had that vision of the, of the three blankets coming down with all the, all, all the food that, 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 that they would never, ever, ever touch. All this, all this was forbidden in the, in the food laws in the Old Testament. And yet God, in his, his, his wonderful wisdom and love for him, and he said, hey, whatever I make clean, it's clean. So he knew then that you know that he can make all these Gentiles clean by them doing that, what God has asked them to do. It, you know, it's just one of those amazing turnarounds, um, even for all the Jews, because don't forget it, it was all the Jews that became, you know, um, followers of Jesus Christ. They came into that new Testament and, and you know, and, and left the other one behind and began to, to make this new Testament uh, for everyone that followed from there, including us today. That's why we've got the new Testament. And then all of a sudden that revelation, we don't get revelations of everything all at once. It comes one at a time and as much one as we can bear and not, and as much as we want to bear as well. So there's a, it's a partnership. We want to do more. We do more. God gives us more. We, we, you know, we, we don't want to give more and we, you know, but we expect more. Don't expect it. God will just give you for what um, your reward should be so important for all of us to to understand that and you'll you'll know by now this is one of my favorite passages in, in the bible this really just just for me you know just 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 tells us one of the most incredible ways to to start witnessing to people um, especially to start having a conversation with people who say they are Christians or they're born again or they've received the Holy Ghost. And this is this is what you've got to learn. You can say it however you like, but it 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 it, it is it is so important for us to do. Why? Because we've got to believe um, that this is exactly what God has given us. And so it's the seal of our salvation. And you know he wants to glad he gladly gives us his spirit all the time, and but you know and and now they were shocked so to see that all these Gentiles were, were receiving were receiving the spirit, and so it's so important that we understand that you know that now Paul is going out knowing knowing what's going on. And then it happened while Apollos was at Corinth that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus. This is Acts 19, 1 to 7. And finding some disciples. Now, they, when we see these disciples, um, you know, in, 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 this, in, in this instant, it means believers. 
So people that believed in God. And this is what Paul said to them. He said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And that is not, that's not a trick question. It's, it's a beautiful question. It's a closed question. And you will get a yes or a no or with someone I don't know or maybe whatever it is. Anything except a yes, then you probably 99.9% uh, they haven't received. But even when people say yes, you know, it's so important that we, you know, get excited, that we receive the Holy Spirit, and we ask them um, to give their testimony. And if they're, oh, I've never given a testimony, so I'll tell you what, I'll give you mine. And you'll see, you know, and then you can ask them afterwards. It's just to encourage them. And this, this also allows you to give a short or a long test, whatever the Spirit is telling you to do, and you've got to just feel it and, you know, that, and there was a short one and said, this is what happened to me. This is how God gets us saved. And, you know, this comes from Acts 2.38 and, and away we go. And, and then he said, but, you know, and so did you receive? But they said, we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, so he's checking now, isn't he? So there it is in Acts 2.38, repent. He's not talked about that yet, but look, look what he's done. Have you received the Spirit? No. Right. Let's see. And he said to them, what were you baptized? They said, into John's baptism. And Paul rightly used the scriptures. John indeed baptized for the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him. That is on Christ Jesus. So straight away, he's pointing directly forward to when Jesus comes. They've got to believe, got to believe in, in, in him and what he has told us all to do. But when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. So you see, so Paul checked it, seen where they are and told them what they've got to do. And so, you know, so they were baptized. And when they were baptized, that's it. He went, he goes for it, laid hand, hands on them, you know, and pray for them to receive the Holy Spirit. And, you know, that's just the faith that God wants. And they spoke with tongues and prophesied. You know, it, it's marvelous. And, you know, and we've got to change our minds. We've got to say, well, they've got to go to Mark's house and we've got to have a Holy Spirit day and we've got to do all that. And then we can pray for them at the very end. Just just that's because we're teaching it. That's because we've got people and they're on on a journey and we can we, we've got that time to do that. Sometimes we haven't and we just have to take God's gospel there and then and give it um, to the people. Why? Because this is most one of the most wonderful promises, a promise full of wonder, wonderful, beautiful, incredible, and, you know, and, and exciting, you know, because I know that without the Spirit, my life would not have changed. I wouldn't have gone where the Lord sent me. I'd have, I'd have tried to plan it out myself and think, well, what's going to go on and what's going to happen? And, oh, where am I going to? I've never been there. What language do they talk? I didn't do any of that. I just went because I understood that God said, right, you go, I'll supply. And it's quite fascinating to, to learn to trust God like that. But we haven't got to go to Malaysia or India. We can do it 
to the people that we talk to. It's exactly the same. Being able to trust God, we've got the spirit, and just to stop trying to work out what we're going to say and just let it flow. Let, it be, let us witness, let us ask, let us love, let us show our care, let us show our excitement, let's show our passion, let's, you know, let's show our humility that, no, I don't do this. This is all God's plan. And God just uses me as a messenger, a servant, a friend, a partner, whatever way you want to do it. Dad to dad to daughter or to son. It's it's just it's just fascinating. So until man fulfills his part of this 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 new covenant, this new agreement with God by repenting and being baptized, you know, um, in water and of course baptized in the Holy Spirit is is what we're doing. The Spirit is given to anyone who believes so that that really is an important lesson and you know when when you when you get that lesson um you know i i just just keep going through it and just remember um how important how important this is um to god 